podcast, not a cast pod. Hey, great Sammy K at DC Improv. It's a podcast. She's not a racist. <laughs> hey, great Sammy K at DC Improv. How'd you like that little change up to the, to the Oh my god, I loved today? that. Figured so. I loved that. Welcome to the Hey Frage Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sarah Frazier, along with my dear friend Sammy Kay, and the very, very funny. Yesterday, everybody loved the show. Oh, good. I'm glad. Loved the show, despite uh, me being called out as white privilege. Yeah, that's all right. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, like, like they say with like alcoholism or drug addiction, the uh-huh. first step is acknowledging that you have a problem. Okay, you know what that makes it sound like I do. That is not true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We had an awesome show yesterday, and the feedback has been unbelievable. I was just actually logging onto my Twitter to get some people. Uh, oh yeah, uh, who's that DJ? Oh yeah, on Twitter says that he actually just rediscovered us last night. He used to listen back in the day when mm-hmm. we were on 99.5 here in DC, and he's like. Like, oh my God, I found you guys. This is amazing. I'm so happy. The original Susan says, keep doing your amazing thing, you guys. Um, also, uh, we have just tons. I'm going to uh, Jacques La Rochelle at JL918. Loved the podcast yesterday and loved that you addressed the issue. So anyway, lots of shout outs to get to uh, today. Thank you guys so much. We always love your feedback. You can email anytime. Good, bad, call us out, whatever. We don't care. We don't care. It's Sarah with an H. At HeyFrage.com. Um, lots to talk about today. Speaking of addiction, we do have to talk about a very serious story. Mm-hmm. I want to know your thoughts on this, okay? It's, it was Washington Post story. Some other people have now picked it up. But if you, in fact, um, know somebody who's an addict, if you have yourself ever had a drug addiction issue, it's, there's a new very controversial way that people now want to deal with drug addicts. Okay. And... I don't know if it's good or bad. I'm so mixed about this story. Right. So mixed. All right. I actually so, don't know the story, so you're going to have to tell me. Okay. All right. Uh, also, yesterday, there was a lot of stories we talked about, uh, or teased anyway, but we didn't get to. And one is including how you can save the whales by doing something that you do to yourself probably every day, Sammy. That's a lot of things, Sarah. <laughs> That's a lot of things. And Paul Wharton is here by, back by popular demand. Woo. Our buddy Paul Wharton. Yes. We love Paul. I'm glad today I took a shower so I shouldn't have any you know, Ritz crackers in my hair. <laughs> I uh, try to dress as trendy as possible. I get my scarf on indoors just to show that I care about my looks today. All because Paul's here. Paul, if you don't know who Paul is, um, Paul is a D.C. celebrity. Mm -hmm. He was on the original Real Housewives of D.C., but since then, he's also launched a modeling agency here. Killing it. Killing it. He's also, like, pitching other show ideas to various networks. So he's going to be here. And the last time, there was this odd sexual chemistry between you two. Mm, mm. He's gorgeous. Did you feel it? <laughs> can I just say that? Did I can you say feel that as a straight it, man. Or is he's it gorgeous. me imagining? No, he's gorgeous. He's got because he's got such a beautiful hair that it's really difficult to look at him and not feel some sort of way. <laughs> well, you guys, they like the minute they started talking. I don't even remember what episode it was, like eight, episode eighteen or something. But the minute these two started talking, there was like some serious sexual chemistry in the room. And then and then Paul told us about the threesome that he engaged mm-hmm. in, and I was just like, really? I had no idea. With a woman? This is amazing. But Sarah, come on, man. Like, it's it's Paul Wharton. He literally walks in the room, and I just hear, you know, just hear a little bit of saxophone <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, he is like a Kenny G song when he walks in. Yeah, he does this. I'm like, oh, hi, Paul. My name's Sammy. Oh, I love this. I took a shower for you today, Paul. <laughs> smell my hair. Does it smell salty and ritzy and buttery mm. like it normally does? It smells like my hair growth shampoo because I'm balding. <laughs> Last time, yeah, Paul called Sammy out for having some Ritz crackers in his hair. Sarah, Paul and I are trying to have a moment, all right? He's not here yet. I know, but I'm just trying to get the moment ready for when he is to get here, you know? Hey, Paul. I missed you. How you been? See you've been doing well. <laughs> follow you on Twitter. Okay, that's fine. That's if fine, you don't Paul. know who Paul Wharton is, uh, Google him, by the way. It's W-H-A-R-T-O-N, Paul Wharton is his first name. You'll be very, very entertained. I need your advice on some things. I wanted to clo- to add some closure because I think okay. you'll be happy about this. We no longer have to talk about my butt because I had a follow-up doctor's appointment yesterday and now I'm done. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold what? on. Hold on. Hold on. 
uses a statement oh. to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and forced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. <laughs> All right, as you were. Sorry. Sorry, as you okay, were. Okay, so I want everyone to know, because when we did the live taping, lots of people were like, how's your anal fissure? Yeah, how so, is it? <laughs> it's totally gone. It's healed. Um, but I did find out that I have diverticulitis after I had my colonoscopy. They just keep on making up words and telling you you got it. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh-huh. It's not true. I have diverticulitis, and Dr. Wiltz told me I have to be on fiber for the rest of my life. And he also said... You have to eat fiber? Weird. So do most humans. <laughs> human beings that's so crazy all right no my diverticulitis is because all of my years of lack of fiber oh I that's thought it was why like, i thought it had something to do with being tickled a lot what diverticulitis i don't know i just assume it had to do with tickling diving something no it's nothing to do with that oh. so he gave me the all clear but here's what i want people to know right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he told me this and i i thought about you and dan oh god and my brother all right, all right, I'm here. <laughs> Where else? Why, why does this seem like a bad because thing? Because I just feel like it's going somewhere bad, but all right, go. He was telling me that people should actually have, and if you have any sort of intestinal issues, yeah. you should go in fairly soon, like if you have IBS or anything, but you should actually have a colonoscopy every five years. Because here's the thing, is even though your insurance company says every 10, that's because they just don't want to cover you for five, but Dr. Wiltz told me that he tells all his family, all his friends, and what he does is every five years, you can't wait. Because now people are having like tumors that are massive because they wait so long Sarah, and they have colon issues. As a man who has gastrointestinal <laughs> issues myself, okay, I one time went to my doctor and I was like, yo, I'm here getting that whole checkup thing, normal routine. Hey, I got issues. Put on the gloves. Let's do this. And he refused. What? He refused to stick his finger in my bum because well, he said, I was like, nah, you're too young. Like, you don't really have any issues. Trust me, you're fine. I was like, no, 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 no. I want you to do it. I promise I won't giggle. And uh, no, refused. He refused to. But why don't you find another doctor? Well, because that's just too much work. Just to go like, hey, man, I went to this one doctor. He said everything was good. Do you mind just sticking your finger in my butt just to make sure it's all good? I think no. you... No, here's the thing. I said to Dan, I want Dan to go in immediately for colonoscopy. I think you should as well. Because you have like, a delicate system, Dan's too. Dan's like four years older than me, though. Yeah, he... No, no I he's think way he's older like than that. <laughs> six or seven years older yeah. than you. Yeah. Um, he's older than me. So, like... I guess they say, like... But they don't say... They say not until, like, your late 30s or mid-30s or you're even supposed to worry about that stuff. They said I was too young a couple years ago. Okay, well... I didn't even realize this, but you have a 30th birthday coming up. Uh, yeah, dude. And so, you have a birthday, what, tomorrow? Two days from now? <laughs> the 13th. Yeah, yes. it's like, yeah, it's coming up in like two days. It's my mom's birthday tomorrow. And then, of course, my good buddy, Celine, it's her birthday today. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's like a, it's the trifecta. Boom. And then all of a sudden, a month later, I turned the dirty 30. <laughs> I can't believe it. When you said that yesterday, I'm like, holy crap. And we were talking about doing a little special making Sammy do all the things he should do in his 20s, like before you turn 30, Just what should you do? getting out of my do? system, like getting out of my system beforehand. Because I realize there's a lot of stuff that's still pretty irresponsible that I haven't accomplished yet in my 20s that I definitely should not do in my 30s. So I'm trying to get it all out, you know? <laughs> what do you think? What, what do you feel like you're going to stop? Oh, I have, like, I've never left my underwear somewhere. <laughs> like, I've never just, like, lost my underwear, you know? And I feel like everyone I know has just gotten super drunk, gone out, come home the next day, be like, I have no idea where my underwear is. I've never done that. Okay, so you want to lose your undies. I want to lose my undies. See, I have a story that I want to talk to you about, about, I had never thought you'd done this, but have you ever given a woman red roses? No. For Valentine's Day. Like, probably, no, never for Valentine's really? Day. Really? No, never. Okay, I feel like we need to do this, like, Sunday. Okay, all right. Who are you going to give them to? Nobody. <laughs> hey, what happened to that woman that you went out on a date with, the 40-year-old, like, two weeks ago? Never, and then she- never. Actually, I never showed up. I never emailed her back. I what? failed. I was thinking about emailing her this morning on the way in, but I was like, Aw. I think you should just send her flowers. Why not? Just send her a random, like, hey, yeah. by the way, I don't know where you live, but what's your address? I have a surprise for you. <laughs> That's not creepy. I think it'd just be funny as hell. See what her reaction is. Yeah, she's going to probably call the police. <laughs> and I'll be overseas, and all of a sudden I'll come back home, and I'll be arrested immediately when I arrive at Dulles. That's not fun. I'll come bail you out. Plus, we'll do a podcast at the police station. Yeah. I'm in good with the D.C. police. So There's a good. podcast from the Immigration Detention Center at Dulles. <laughs> Sammy, how are you? I'm good, Sarah. I'm actually feeling really good over here. That's me behind the glass walls. (laughs) 
you know? And you won't be arrested. You so, will be totally, totally whatever, fine. Whatever. Um, I want to ask your advice uh, before we have Paul on, mm-hmm. on this. Two things, two life situations happened to me, and I want to know how to handle it, because I felt very awkward last night, all right? Okay, okay. Uh, I hosted ARLnow.com. You know, we've had Scott Broadback on the show. He's yes. the founder of ARLnow.com. If you live in Arlington, if you live in Virginia, great website. They also have, I think, Reston.com, uh, and then um, they have one for, which I want you to get on, for the DuPont Circle area. Is it what? Border Stand. Border Stand? Oh, really? Yeah. That's them? They just bought Border Stand, right? Oh. So I'm at this event for its for the new council members of Arlington. Yeah. And I'm talking to someone. I'm not going to say, like, you know, if they were a board member or whatever. Drop but I'm the ta- name. Drop the name. <laughs> drop the name. It. Drop the name. I'm talking to somebody that's going to be in public, right, up uh-huh. on stage. And they have, they're, they're a grown man. And I don't know this guy. And he has something on his face. And I, I'm talking to him like a piece of food. Oh, okay. Sorry, my eyes <laughs> got really wide right was? there. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, oh, my God. I'm just gripped to the story right now. What is going to happen next? So he's got something on his face. Okay. And he's about to go on stage. And I don't know. Like, I've never met this guy, right? I'm just talking to him really. Bri- mm-hmm. Mitch is his name. Mitch. 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 Okay. So I am... Just thinking to myself, I've got to say something, right, to this guy. There's another woman standing there with me. But it just seems, like, really awkward. So Mm -hmm. I end up having to use the ladies' room before I start. And then when I come back, it looks like the food's been kind of pushed off. But then I felt guilty about not saying to this guy just straight up, hey, I know you're going on stage. You got a little little something there. Is that... Do you say that to strangers? I never talk to strangers. No, I don't, it's not my issue. Because here's my thing. I also believe a lot in karma. And I feel like, you know what? They must have done something wrong to somebody to have that piece of food just dangling on their face before they go on stage. I'm not one to interfere with the universe. I just kind of let the universe do its thing. <laughs> Really bad. Like I would never I sit felt- there. Like like if you walked out the like if you walked out the bathroom and you had a huge. You remember you always tell the story about how you had this huge wad of toilet paper just hanging out of your dress yes. this one time, right? I would never stop you because in my head I would be like, you know what? She probably like slammed the door in a nun's face or something like that. This is the universe now getting her back. I'm not one to mingle or to meddle with the universe. So. Would you? Do, but you and I know each other. So if we were about to go on stage for our next live show and I had spinach all through my teeth, you wouldn't say anything? It depends. I think. I was like, all right, all right. Hold on. What did Sarah? All right. She was kind of bitchy to that cab driver. All right. This makes sense. Oh, my God. I felt so bad. I just don't like to meddle. Like, you know. I don't know. I feel like I got to stand up and now say things like that. When I see people, I just can't let them go. But I let this guy go. I felt terrible. That's fine. He's probably fine. What? You think he's going to lose the election because he had a corn kernel on his face? (laughs) Oh, I actually (laughs) thought he was a great candidate. He really stood for education, fixing the roads. But that corn kernel really threw me off. (laughs) It's just a visual. All right. One other life situation I want your opinion on. Okay. I'm here. And another friend texts me today. You know, I'll often get text messages on my phone, and I'll leave them for like a day or so before I read them. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he just texted me, and he goes, how many unread text messages do you have, okay, Okay. on my phone at any given time? And I thought, I at least have like three. And he was, and he just sort of laughed. He was like, LOL, of course. Like and three I, truly unread text yeah, messages? and I'm just wondering, isn't that fine? Like, is there, do you have to, uh, our intern is giving me like... This shady eye. How quickly, here. Do, you Look, res- I have how quickly six- do you respond to a text message? You oh, I'll wait a day, two days. See, and the intern's going like immediately. So I have six unread text messages. Six unread <laughs> text messages. Like that means you haven't even opened them up. Like at least to me, I'll read the text message, realize it doesn't deem a response, and just like continue on with my life. Like that's what you get upset at me all the time is how I'll read emails and I'll read text messages, but I just don't respond to say, yep, got it. And well, so you don't ever know. Like, that's my thing is I just will not respond, but I always read the text messages almost immediately. So do you think there's – what should the etiquette be? You should be reading them immediately, uh, Sarah. They're text messages. Like, <laughs> I feel here's the issue. Like, as far as emergency <laughs> communication is concerned, right, phone call, boom, numero uno, all right? Number two, text message, three is an email. If they were like, you know what, Sarah, you can respond in a couple days, they would have emailed you. <laughs> Okay, so text messages. If they're texting you, that means, hey, like, you're supposed to respond, like, ASAP. Like, most of these people, you get your email every 15 seconds. So everyone knows your email. It's not like they don't know your email. They just start choosing to text you because they want to be more personal. Well, I think I feel like I'm busy, and I feel like I can't believe people are calling me out for not reading text messages immediately. Well, then it's what like, you should do? I have things to do as well. Respond back to every single one of them unsubscribe when you don't want to respond. <laughs> that way they get the point. 
And if not, they'll at least think that they, you know, have the wrong number. We know what tweet us because I want to know what your thoughts are. I think it's fine. A day or two. Like text message now is like email. You get tons. You can't possibly respond to all of them in a day, right? Uh, no, because I don't give my phone number to every stranger I meet. <laughs> oh, so I, I only get texts from my friends, actually. I give them out to everybody. To everybody. That's the thing. You, you got to give out your email to everybody. That way you can take three, four days. You can take a week to respond to an email. No one cares. All right. Well, uh, tweet us at HeyFrage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E. Or at the Sammy K, S A M Y K. Let me know. Bam. I thought I was fine, but somebody called me out. Hey, um, now, would you masturbate to save the whales? What? <laughs> what? Yes. I'm asking. No, yes, yes. Well, Pornhub, World Whale Day is, is February 13th. And Pornhub is asking people to make a pledge. They are going to donate one cent for every 2,000 videos that are viewed on Pornhub.com between now and and February 29th. Well, can't to- wait for that. <laughs> All proceeds go uh, to the Whale Foundation. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to saving whales through knowledge and conservation. Please Based- tell me, please tell me that they focus on sperm whales. They do. Yes. They sell- <laughs> it's like the joke wrote itself. The joke wrote itself. Um, it's based out of Washington State. Sperm whales, humpback whales, we love them all. Mm-hmm. Help us, please. Uh, save these gentle di- giants by watching the videos. So for every 2,000 videos you view at Pornhub, uh, and you can do what you will with it after that, they're going to donate one cent. I'm excited for this. Are you getting on the site now? No. Paul Warren, are you cu- come on. Do you, you want to jump in on this? Whatever. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Or you want to eat your scone? Whoa. Have some scone. I'll have a little scone. Have some scone, then you just jump on when you're ready. Guys, guys, I'm saving the whales here. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Sorry, Sarah. As you were. What is that? Was that a Pornhub no, video? No. Yes. <laughs> I was saving the whales slowly but surely. Well, there it is. If you want to save Ooh. the whales, you can jump onto Pornhub. Ooh, that's a lot of. Let me clues out of that website before. How do you think that goes down? Because I feel like you know strippers always try and like donate school kids supplies, and like the schools are like, gee, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, but whales don't care, man. <laughs> Whales, Whales really can't. They're, they're not in a position to be upset. You know, they're not in a position to really care that much. Anyway, the whales, Pornhub.com for every 2,000 views, they're given uh, one cent. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if I have that right. I think it's for every view they're giving one cent. Every view? Well, that's no, impossible. that can't be. They would be I think it is yeah. every 2,000 views. The whales would all have Bentleys, Sarah, if they were giving <laughs> one cent for every view. Wait, hold on. Let me pull, pull up this story again so I can make sure that you get the uh, information you need there from Pornhub. Um, what does it say? One cent for every 2,000 videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, how about our listener, Maria? Okay. All right, Maria. So Maria is a big fan of the podcast. She says, Sarah and Sammy, she didn't have your email because shocker, you don't give it out. Duh. I give mine out all the time. I've been listening to you guys forever since 107.3, and then I transitioned to the podcast. I'm so thrilled to have found you. I'm loving it. Um, but I have a question. I want to actually start my own little podcast series. I'm really passionate about nature and the environment and want to provide an outlet for people to learn more, whether it's the science behind our planet or spiritual philosophies that connect us to nature. When I spoke to my husband about this, he seemed to kind of laugh it off. He says that I don't have a good radio voice. My voice transitions from low to high and I'm a bit soft spoken usually. He said that radio personalities have a powerful voice that carries through allowing for listeners to get used to certain tones. Tell your husband he's full of shit. He's clearly <laughs> never heard me on the radio. So I sound just like she I sound just like you're explaining. My voice goes from low to high. I randomly screech when I don't know I'm doing it. So I want to have her on the yeah, podcast. Dude. Do you think we? Do you think first of all, because you are my gauge on what's uh-huh. compelling or not? Like what you guys don't know behind the scenes is every interview we do, every show we do, Sammy gives me all the feedback. You know, because all the feedback, <laughs> good or bad, massive wrap up signs, all this stuff. <laughs> wrap it up, Sarah. Let's go. We're finished already. Come on. So I always love you as my gauge of what's interesting or not. But I kind of want to have Maria on to do a test of like what her nature podcast would be about and hear how this voice is. Hi. <laughs> I'm Maria. Uh, welcome to Maria's Bush. With the, the nature podcast brought to you by me, Maria. I feel like, is that kind of what her husband says she sounds like? Because that's exactly how it sounds like on the description. <laughs> Hi. Keep going. I'm just, you know, I'm here. I'm here to talk about oaks, <laughs> maples, brush, pine. 
Um, I uh, bonsais. I love bonsais. They're little like they're little trees. They're like the little fairy trees. They're so tiny and so cute. You ever had a bonsai before, Sarah? Um, Maria, I haven't. Turn it down, Sarah. The trees are growing, please. <laughs> he says it goes from low to high. Oh, sorry. Turn it down, Sarah. She. <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Oh, my God. No. Poor Maria. No, I bet it's going to be awesome. I tell her to come in here. You know, she can give it a whirl. She's got to do better than what I just gave an example of. Oh, she says that it's really disheartening. She says that she wants to have an appealing radio voice. And can you train your voice to appeal to radio? What do you think about that? Oh, my God. Yeah, anyone can sound like a douche on the radio. <laughs> I'll give you a couple stations to listen to off air. <laughs> Anyone you want to call out? Good day, welcome. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the morning show. Like any douche can do that. That's not fun. <laughs> it's Flashback Friday. Well, guess what? We play your favorite flashback songs. No shit. No shit. Let me guess. Tuesday. I'm trying to think of another. Two for Tuesday. Wow, I got that one right too. Two for Tuesday. I'm trying to think of another name that rhymes with back. Stack is back. Oh, Stack is back. On 102.3. Actually, I do have a friend named Stack that works in radio, and I like him a lot. So, <laughs> Maria, I'm going to email you back. I think you should be on it. And I think Sammy's rendition of your show would be fucking hilarious. No, Maria, come on in. I bet your show's going to be way better. Uh, Paul Wharton's here, everybody. Paul, you ready? What's yeah. up, Paul? Yeah, what's up? Are you doing your little selfie stick? I'm doing my little selfie stick, I know. You look amazing. What do you talk? Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, good, good. <laughs> See, I love it. I love it. Hi. I just watch okay. on this chemistry because on this show, because of the chemistry that you and Sammy have, I honest, <laughs> give me your serious thoughts. What are the chances that you and Sammy will sleep together? Well, first of all, before we high. get into all that, I am really interested to, okay, I want to back up to the Pornhub story because I personally happen to be, okay, let me cut this off because my mom might be watching. <laughs> oh, look, as she, as she calls. calls you, your mom was watching, yeah. <laughs> all right, let me cut off my face. Facebook live stream so I can really talk to you guys. Um, oh. I feel okay. I'm a client of Pornhub. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. You know, very happy. We're, we're it's everything's going well. But I'm interested to see your Pornhub history because this is the thing. Okay, you know how you and I have talked a lot about you know straight guys that have these little what dude I was so drunk. Right, and, and they, they, then these, they hook up yeah. with gay guys. Right, <laughs> so this is what you do if you ever want to find out. Look, he's getting really nervous. His no, eyes no, are no, shifting. I'll tell you exactly what he's I look like, at. I'm ready. I'm like trying to keep a mental tally right now, but I looked at this So morning. you go in their house, okay? You, you're hanging out. You're having a couple of beers, man. Yeah. <laughs> you say, yo, dude, can I check out your laptop for a second? And you look on their laptop, and mm -hmm. then you go into um, where you put in the website. You just hit www.p. And it'll just show and up. it's going to be like, Pour up, uh, oh. two dudes, gang bang, bareback, yeah, take yeah, it, man. Yeah. Uh -huh. you know? Okay, what do we hit? I'm on Sammy's computer. www. Just, just put in P O R N. And it tells their life oh, story. Oh, Pornhub does pop up for but, him. That was like will show yeah, his history. I look at some weird shit on Pornhub, too. Oh, he's it? been clearing the history. Pornhub. No. Oh, you look on your phone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, bring up your phone. What's that? I'll tell you exactly what I look at. I'll give you my run-through. Is it gross? Sometimes okay. um, you got to watch also what it is, too, because, you know, like you said, guys sit around, we're mm -hmm. drinking beers, and yeah. sometimes I'm like, yo, dude, you ever seen this before? And I will find a video of docking, per se, and I will show it for my entire, you know, okay. crew of people, and they don't believe me, and I'm like, yes, it's true. <laughs> It's, it exists. Okay. So, like, that's what you're going to find on my actual Pornhub, you know, What well, does anybody really use their laptop? First of all, it takes too many hands to use your laptop while you're surfing. It does. Porn. Doesn't it? It does. I mean, it's like, you need to have it's your just, phone. It's not convenient. I got my phone right there so I can hold it with one hand, do what I got to do with the other hand. You right. Know, if I need to, I can lay it down and just kind of look downwards. See, I never, I mean, yeah, you're more the porn guy, I think, on this show. Oh, really? Because I don't really, yeah. no, I mean, I only, I'm oh, like celebrity. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, God, you're, no. You don't do porn. How often do you and your boyfriend have sex? Um, like three or four times a week. Bullshit. <laughs> How do you decide when you're going to have sex? It's interesting to me because I'm considering <laughs> getting into one of those relationships where you, you know, like live you in have. the same place. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> And you're like, you know, uh, somebody's waiting for you. You can't just stay out till 6 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So how do you all decide? I mean, do you, like, leave a little rose on the bedside table? Do, does he does he smell the perfume coming out of the bathroom? I mean, mm, what is that's it? That's a great... I don't 
know. I feel like we just sort of have a routine where we have sex every couple days. I just okay. feel like, I don't know. In the morning or at night? We're morning sex people. So you literally, yeah. your alarm goes up. It's like, oh, it's Tuesday. Granola, strawberries, and <laughs> anal. Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, we all know that door's okay, closed that for door's me. that door's closed for you. So sorry. I've had a lot of Is it anal because issues. Anal issues. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, we know. No yeah. need to get into mm-hmm. that. I already just the just get the all clear for my colonoscopy. But okay. my, my doctor basically said I have a weak anal cavity. I can't put things in there anymore. Got it. Yeah. So okay. I'm done. My most did you have like wrong. your heyday or something? I mean, <laughs> did you go anal fuck wild? Or, I mean, what happened to that? Have. What happened to that <laughs> anus? Must have. How was college? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't even. I I went all four years of college and never had sex. Really? Yes, I know. Sex where though? Anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> anywhere, oh, anywhere. Okay. Were this you a virgin all through college, or did you lose your virginity before you went to college? Lost my virginity in college. Then I went to an all-women's school, mm-hmm. and I was kind of depressed. It was a lot more work and a lot less fun, okay. so I gained a ton of weight. Like, mm. you've probably seen my pictures, right? Like, I was 65 pounds heavier than what I am now. And, like, okay. on someone 5'3", I mean, I was almost 200 pounds. There weren't a lot of people that were lining up to have sex with me, including women. Well, there's like, a couple. <laughs> I mean, I think you could find someone, right? I mean, I probably could have found someone, but I just wasn't looking that hard. Instead, I, it was, like, that period of my life where... I always have a, I have a great girlfriend, and she's her radar on someone is always, if you would rather eat than have sex with that person right now, you're with the wrong person. And I love that gauge, right? And that's why I'm still single. Okay. But in college, Munchies I would have rather bitch. eaten than had sex with, like, okay. anybody. Okay. It was, just that, it was just that time in my life. I don't know why. I was depressed. No, I get well, it. Well, it happens to all of us. Um, but isn't it something, and you just said that you're single, of course, but isn't it something how sometimes you see, you have these friends... And they are, you know, maybe not in their best looking moment of their life, in their best shape and all that. But they will keep them somebody. They keep a mate. And usually that person is, like, not that bad. Yes. Oh, no, I have a friend yes. that is like, how are they doing that? How are they getting that person? I, I can tell you, but go. Yeah. I have a buddy that walks around. He's got mustard stains on his shirt, like ripped jeans, <laughs> doesn't do his hair, doesn't brush up. Every night, a different girl. Every night, someone else's life. And it's the most amazing thing. I don't know. He's just really smooth at talk. And I said that. I go, man, I can't get one. And you have, like, 17. <laughs> That's such a lie, though. You say this every time in the podcast. You could be also hooking up with whoever you want. He gets so many offers. But he doesn't though. like it. Maybe you're asexual. I am. He Maybe is. you're not You're not straight. You're not gay. I'm a little bit asexual. You're, you're like, you know, you're asexual. Like, I'm not 35% gay, 35% asexual, and like 30% straight. See, I think here's his deal. I think Sammy is in work and like accomplishing something mode. Like, okay. I think Sammy yeah. wants to prove himself. With Snacklins and the podcast. And then when he's at a place when we're achieving great success, I think Sammy will be in a relationship like that. Mm-hmm. But I think Sammy needs, like, Sammy's. Because dating is fucking expensive. Right. Yeah. It is expensive. And I was in a long term relationship. Last long term relationship I was in, this shit got expensive because after a while, you got to keep up in your game. Next thing it's vacations. And you got to pay for shit with this. And you got to go visit the families here. And you got to pay for all these, every fucking event they have. Now you got to go to. Well, that you got to do half. But that is so I interesting mean, because, see, dating for me is like a relief because they know when they see the blowout coming they're like oh that one right there oh, I'm gonna have to pay for all the dinners oh yeah oh all that shit so as soon as I start dating somebody I'm like this is great I can save some cash I'll be able to shop more you know what I mean so I love dating maybe I should switch this up I'm doing it wrong I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> all right well why, okay Paul Morton since you're here I mean you yeah. are all things style I'm okay you are. Oh, my well, God. You always okay. look amazing. Thank you. You're always <laughs> elegant. Check out my website if you want to see what I look like. PaulWartonStyle.com. I know. We already told people at the beginning. We were like, you yeah. need, they need to Google you. Because mark my words, you're going to be a huge celebrity. I Hopefully love Hopefully along with us on this show. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> but I want to see what you think about this. Washington Post just put out a story that now when people give each other red roses for Valentine's Day, it's actually very tacky. Okay. And that women don't like red roses. They see them as cheesy. And now the hot thing this this Valentine's Day season is garden roses. Okay. Did I didn't know this. I actually thought, oh, I love red roses, long stem red roses. They're beautiful. Now, according to the Post, it's actually very taboo. Do you think this is true? I don't think it's true. I was just talking to a girlfriend of mine yesterday. She, You couldn't be more fabulous than her. She flies around in a private jet. Mm-hmm. She's super hot. She's got, like, she drives an Aston Martin GB9. Oh. She's a real housewife of Potomac, not like the ones on the TV, but like... <laughs> 
A real one with like, you know, yeah. gates real and money. stuff and staff that live in. And she loves red roses. And she was just telling me yesterday that one thing that she wants is to have her house filled with red roses. And by the way, she's got a live-in florist. So that's the kind what? of thing. So I think that Holy it just really crap. depends on where you're coming from. I mean, maybe for the millennials, they're just like, oh, what's new and what's mm -hmm. hot? If you want someone to tell you what's new and what's hot all the time, that's different. And like, roses are like classic. It's like the yeah, classic, classic symbolism of love. Absolutely. Well, I want to show, I mean, I actually have to say, I saw this garden roses picture and then I was really into yeah, it. What is a garden rose? A garden rose, the here little, they are. Little, yeah. They're, these are the gar these are yes, garden roses. Yes. Okay. I mean, so, they're beautiful. The, yeah, so this is apparently the trend. Then also, maybe you two already knew this, but mm -hmm. I didn't know this, women, actually want the roses sent to work. They don't want them sent or given on Valentine's Day at home. I've had a hunch on this for years. Okay. Can I give my theory first yeah. before yeah. you tell me the actual answer? Sure. It's because you're not sending roses to your wife. You're sending roses so that your wife can brag to all of her coworkers about how much better her husband is than their husband. Oh, that's all it is. Yeah, sure. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So either to make women, other women and men in the office feel jealous, that's mm -hmm. that's either the reason why, um, or just as a statement and declaration of how great of a couple you are. People want flowers sent at work. They do not want them at home. What? Well, I know that's several like, women. When does this become so... Okay, I mean, I would just mm -hmm. like love flowers, period. I know several women that actually send themselves roses. Um, and by the way, I just have to give a shout out to my really good friend, Omarosa, one of my best friends in the world, because she's the only chick that sends me roses every birthday, oh my God. every Valentine's Day. Really? She sends me roses. I mean, and I never send them to her, so I feel like I'm totally slacking, like I'm the dude and she's like the woman and I should be doing that. <laughs> Help me. Give me some of your straightness, please. Uh, Whatever's left of it. That last 10%. Right here, yeah. Yeah. When you're I want to talk about gone. fingers in the booty, that Amber Rose thing, because that 35%, you've never had sex with the dude. That There's been some fingers in that booty. Oh, so What's going on? In mine? Yeah. Of course. Ooh. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I, always, we got... I always rave about the nerve endings. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay. Uh, Omarosa, by the way, is yeah. the Omarosa. The Omarosa. Made famous from Apprentice. Made famous from Apprentice. How did you two even become... Shall we call become... her now on FaceTime yes. during the podcast? How did you two even become friends? We became friends... Um, we were both from Ohio. We were at a black caucus right around the time she was on Apprentice, and I was doing um, MTV Made. Mm -hmm. So we both kind of had our own little thing going on. We didn't know what it was going to become. Um, and we just we sparked up a conversation. We hit it off. We hung out that whole night, and we've been inseparable ever since. She's actually coming into town. We're having a party tomorrow night for her, for her birthday. Oh, um, my here God. In DC. So she's coming in, and she stays with me when she's here. That you two are friends. Hey, yes. no, she, you know, people either love her or hate her. Right. Is she just a woman that really gets what media is all about? So there's she like does. a level of put on? In fact, I gotta be honest with you, I try to make her be more of that Omarosa character sometimes. Like, we'll be out sometimes and there's like somebody <laughs> I don't like at the restaurant or like, somebody uh, that is giving me shade and I'm like, hey, see that, see that chick over there? Do that Omarosa shit. She's like, no, no, I can't. I said, do it. <laughs> and then it really, I realized I'm, I'm the real bully. She's oh the nice God. one. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty nice too. Does but. she? You know what I wanted? I would want to ask her, like, yeah. when I meet her with you guys one day. Does she regret? Because, like, you know, once you have that image out there, like, you can't get away from that. Like, you know, when people think of her now, they think yeah. confrontation. But so, it's so did she have any regrets about that? I don't know if she has regrets because there's always a chance to kind of reinvent yourself. But sometimes the only thing they're calling you about is to be that girl. Mm. But I'm wondering, Sarah, like, is there a guy that has had a similar experience in terms of that's just really known what he wanted and spoke up for himself? I mean, they don't call guys mean and bitches, right? I'm trying to think of who that would be, who's just like really... Um... Would that be Donald Trump? Is that her? Is, that, <laughs> is, is he the male Omarosa? I mean, yeah. I feel like yeah. men just, you know, that people just feel like the guy's a dick. Yeah. Like, you know, mm -hmm. that's just how they refer to him. And I feel like there are a lot of guys or like that. I'm trying to think of... he's confident, he's hot, he's such a man. Do you think... Sometimes. I, but I feel like now that wears off. I'm trying to... Of course, I can't think of like a good example. No, people just think guy. you're a dick. Like, yeah. you can actually be a bitch, but then somehow get away with the guys and be like, no, no, no. Just a strong woman who has my opinion, okay? Don't call me a bitch. 
I'm just a dick. No matter how much sure. I try to butter well, I'm a confident yeah. man. No, no, yeah, I'm sure. just a dick. It's just you're a dick, Sammy. Right. Well, I feel like... Um, Are you a dick? Uh, kind of. No. Well, he is sort of. I have moments. I like... Is here's he the thing. diva after the show? We need it after no. the, after yeah, the um, pop, uh, Depends, show. depends. I just don't take shit. That, like, everyone else has, like, a... Like, they have, like, a shit gauge. They can take, like, three maybe shits. Yeah. Then they're like, all right, I'm going to go back. Me, it's, like, one and done. One, and I'm just a complete asshole all of a sudden, so... Um, He's a little bit of a diva. Like yesterday, he gave me an ultimatum about vacation because we're going to, you know, we have a whole plan for this podcast. So we're not taking vacation until this summer, but he told me that he's going to let me know when he's on vacation. Well, Sarah was like, year. let's pick vacation right now. And I was like, no, no, no. You're going to Maine. I have to go to Tunisia. Like, it takes a lot more planning yeah. for me. Let yeah. me figure out when everyone's going to be there so I'm not just there by myself for yeah. two weeks because. All right. Um, I, I want to shift gears because there's a sure. couple stories. I love having you here because you're like a whole Thank new you. perspective for us. So this mom is getting a ton of backlash in San Francisco when she decided to boost her daughter's Girl Scout cookie sales by setting up the table outside of a marijuana dispensary. No shame That's in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? No shame in that. You don't game think at all. there's anything wrong with that? No, because there's actually a lady that sets uh Sunday, actually I believe it was this Sunday, knowing it was the Super Bowl, everyone was walking around. There was a lady who set up her like her daughter and her Girl Scout cookies right there on Adams Morgan in the strip, knowing everyone was gonna be day drinking, they're all gonna be drunk. Dude, I saw people walking away with cases of cookies because they were hammered, they're like, <laughs> Yeah, all right, give me like thirty of those thin mints, okay. Yeah. I mean, and why set up outside of Soul Cycle? You know, those uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they ain't gonna buy any shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, how many carbs? I don't know. Just, just hold on, little. A marijuana Susie. dispensary, some yeah. sort of bar. Like that's like honest. If you want to make money, hit the streets. Like you know, go to U Street <laughs> at nighttime. Streets. Like you know, go to a bar area at nighttime. You start slanging those cookies. Drunk people would rather buy a package of cookies than a pizza any day. You got to get out there. You probably are right. Carol yeah. Lee is the mom's name. She tells Mashable, I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying go out in the streets and take marijuana. It also adds a little bit of color factor. I can be a cool parent for a little bit. Uh, no, you're not a cool parent. You just said take marijuana. <laughs> That's how we knew you weren't a cool parent. Uh, by the way, it increased her sales 80% this year by having her 13-year-old daughter do that. Hell yeah. Isn't that pretty amazing? I, I, hey, I'm all for it. I think that's actually a really great strategy. Um, so, Paul, since you're here, the Washington Blade just put out the most eligible gays in D.C., and I want to know why you're not Wait on this list. Fuck. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, 2016. Are, name most, them. Most eligible single gays. Oh, man. I'm not on the list. Mario Austin. You know who he Wait is? Wait a minute. Let me see these people. Mario Austin. Jaquette McKee. Are you? Okay. You know her? No, Brock Thompson. Come on, you must know Brock. Look at Brock. He's hot. Look at this guy. And he's single. Why aren't you with this I guy? I could see you too. I could see you too. That they didn't put me on this list. They, they probably don't think I'm single. Allison Nobody Turner. believes it when I tell them they don't believe it. Well, because, you know, you're so gorgeous and all. <laughs> Thanks. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> so, Alex. I'm so uh, sweet. Is it Alex Levine? Levine? Uh, you know Alex? Adam Smith? Adam. Olivia Canetta? Okay, John Jack Gallagher. Look at John. No. I can see you with John. John looks like a little older, a little bit more. I don't more. know any of these people. Look at this cutie. Christopher Barnhill. All right. Ooh, Julio. Well, what makes them the most eligible? Let's call Lynn from the Washington Blades. See, you should have told me we were going to talk about this, because I would have gotten Amarosa lined up on the phone, which I can still do. We need to call Lynn, the editor-in-chief of the Washington Blade, because I want to know why I'm not on the list. We'll get, we can make phone calls. Can we'll, we call? Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the number for the Washington Blade? Let's call them, call and then the we'll Washington call Amarosa. We can call both. What's How much time do we have? We have plenty of time. We got all the time in the world. Oh, Sammy's gonna get a fantastic. flight. To be, I know. Is it the best? Where are you going? Where are you I am taking to? a flight to Paris. Uh, like are you a, really? Yeah. A oh. few hours. Yeah, we got plenty of time though. We got another good thirty minutes on this here pod. Uh, yeah, give us those phone numbers. Anyway, most eligible bachelors. If you're in the D.C. area listening to this, you can check out the Blade WashingtonBlade.com. You can hear me gasp over here because I'm not on the list, but I am available and eligible. Well, um, maybe well, <laughs> unless know. I'm beating you with the time. That's for, then, yeah. Then, I'm only saying no. it's for show business. Terrence yeah. Laney, <laughs> look at Terrence. You know you don't want, baby. Look at this little hottie. They are pretty. Uh, Sarah Slocum, Sarah, you get yourself, girl. Kid O'Shea, okay, kid. I feel is like I've on, met Kid. Is he on Great Day or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is on Great Day, Washington. 
You're right, on CBS, the local CBS affiliate here. Chris Oseth, there you go. Ashlyn Johnson, look at this little gorgeous thing. Oh, I don't know. I'm glad that Alexandra they Waters. Did you scroll you know, down to the bottom and see Dito or Ditto? Yeah. Oh, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you know Ditto you know, Sidia? That That's my, like, he's tunky. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is. yeah, he actually works on 17th Street at um, a little bar right on 17th Street. You probably know it. Which one? Caddy Corner from uh, JR's. It's Philomena or something. Oh, Philomena. Yeah, 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 yeah the it's Italian restaurant. He's a bartender there. Well, um, have we got the Blades number? Let's give him a try. Can you find that on your thing? Yeah, you want to call the Washington Blade? Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what we can do here. Uh, we can line that up, and then um, I also want to get to a couple stories, too. The best sounds of the 90s that people miss. And when I, when I, I'm not usually a huge nostalgic person, like getting into all the, oh, nostalgic for this, nostalgic for that. But I do have to say that when I saw this list and then I started listening to the sounds of the 90s, I was like, damn, I love these. Who, who do we have um, on the phone? Or that's, this is the blade we we're asking for, yeah. Wait, you got the blade on? We're asking for Lynn. Uh, hey, yes. is, Lynn is Lynn there? there? What? Is Lynn what? there? No one here by that name. Oh, Lynn, the uh, editor-in-chief. Is this the Washington Blade? No, this was their telephone number I don't know how long ago, but it hasn't been for quite some time. Oh, uh, thank you, sir. I don't know where they are. Well, you sound like you have a nice voice for radio. Thank you very much. All right, nice. Are you hiring? Are you in radio? Are you hiring? Yeah, Canada? we're actually on a live podcast. Yeah. You <laughs> sound great. What's we're your name? Hiring. Really? Could you give me any advice into how to make a demo tape? Yeah, we can start by saying, are you single and available? Because we were actually just looking at a list on the Washington Blades uh, newspaper of the most hottest singles in D.C., and I was calling because I'm single and hot, and I wasn't on the list. And then you answered the phone, so it's like kismet. Oh, well, I am single and available, but I am a heterosexual man. Oh, oh damn. I, I really Everybody didn't get that. Right. Oh, sorry, right. sir. No future radio for you. But thanks for talking. Yeah, thank you. We'll talk. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. All right, that was uh, that, that worked that's splendidly. Straight, that's straight hate, huh? Oh my God, straight, <laughs> straight up hate. Straight. Oh, you're straight. Oh, get him off the line. Get this, hang up on his ass. Oh my okay, God, hold on. I, I think I have Lynn's phone number. All right. In my phone. Yeah, work on Lynn's phone number. You want to we'll work on calling some people? Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm not calling the same guy again. <laughs> um, okay, there's a couple other things. You have? Can you? You probably can't multitask, right? I can bring multitask. Up the, what do you want me to pull uh, well, up? Well, I want to hear the songs, the best sounds of the '90s that people miss. The best sounds of the '90s that people miss, and just to play a couple from these, because these I totally remember, and I completely had forgot about. So, do you remember the sounds of um, "Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego"? Oh my gosh! Like "Where in the World Is Carmen, Carmen Sandiego"? See, it's one it, of the most missed sounds. Can you play that? Well, I was gonna say this was my personal favorite one. Was this Doug? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. The Doug theme song. I'm not going to lie, I was actually talking about Patty Mayonnaise last night. Really? That's the um, one that got away from me, Patty Mayonnaise. Uh, the phone ringing and not from a cell phone is one of the sounds that people still miss from the 90s. Also, Velcro. Remember your Velcro trapper keepers? And then, Sammy, my favorite was, do you remember ABC when they had the cartoons in the morning and they had all those after these messages, Saturday morning bumpers? Um, yes, after I do. After these messages. <laughs> after these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, my God, that totally brought me back. After these and you would sit there and try to sing along, but they'd always be different. Yes. Oh my God! I completely forgot about those. I loved, loved, loved that. Uh, the Sega opening screen was one. You've got mail from AOL. Remember mm-hmm. that son? Yeah. You've got mail. You've got mail. Um, dial up. Remember the dial up? Play the dial up. Can we play that one? Sarah, that's not actually an audio thing. Oh, it's not. Oh, it is. Hold on. Sorry. I want to hear that one. Yes! Do you remember when this sound was at your house? Oh, yeah. And you used to cross your fingers? Mom, get off the phone! I'm trying to log on to AOL! You just yell, Mom! (laughs) Mom, that's my messenger, man! Mom! Oh my God! Oh yeah, and then it would log on. Anyway, uh, there's a complete. That's how you knew you were really hooked up. You know? That's how you knew you were completely hooked up. I freaking love, love, love that. Um, also, this local kid in Virginia, man, this kid is a damn genius. Did you see this kid? That's one of only 12 people, students in the world, who aced the AP calculus exam. 
Really? Oh yes, he's here in Virginia, and he's you can like actually ace him in Zan like that. Yeah, he's um, Landon Labuski from Aldi, Virginia. Is fifteen years old and a junior at Paul the Sixth Catholic High School in Fairfax. He was fourteen and a sophomore when he took the exam. This, by the way, is the AP exam known as Calculus AB. It is a test that lasts three hours and 15 minutes with 45 multiple choice questions and six in a free response format. They represent a .004% of last year's test takers who were mostly high school juniors and seniors. This kid scored a perfect score. This is unbelievable. The college board has sent, sent Catholic... The school, the high school that he goes to, yeah. a letter on January twelfth, letting with a certification of Landon's amazing feat. So wait, but he's only a sophomore, right? He's only a sophomore. So then, what's the point? I thought you got college credits for it. Did you just like? Did you just get to wait and use those college credits? What three years from now? Yeah, I think that's what he gets. It is college credit, and maybe more of just the recognition. All right. Uh, so you want to try to call Lynn now, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this Lynn from Washington? Blade? What about the call? Let's say? Do Let's do it. Anyway, I love that story. That was in the post too. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Paul, are you listening? Yeah, because we don't know her. Watch this. Bullshit at its finest. Watch this. <laughs> I'm going to get very Hollywood in three, two. What are you going to say if you have to leave her a message? Are you going to leave her a message? <laughs> See, she's probably not going to answer because it's an unknown. I think ours it, comes up. It comes up unknown. unknown? I think so, yeah. Well, it, it just comes up as like some weird California number. Oh. Uh-huh. Doesn't sound good. If you don't answer after the first four, right? It's not gonna happen. I know. Hi, this is Lynn Brown with the Washington Blade, and you've reached my confidential voicemail. Confidential. Thank you for Maybe calling. I shouldn't have called I'll get back to you promptly. Oh, okay. At the tone, oh, please shoot. record your voice message. When you are finished you recording, you may hang up or too. press Hello, pound for more options. Say. Hi, Lynn. It's Paul Wharton. How are you? So good to hear your voice on the message there. Hey, Lynn, I just saw um, a feature in the Washington Blade, Most Eligible Singles of 2016. (laughs) Lynn, I'm not on the list. (laughs) It's a little bit embarrassing. Everybody's calling me and asking me if I'm engaged. I'm not. I'm not seeing anybody at the moment. So I'm just kind of wondering, is it something like you don't, I'm not that eligible. Am I not that hot anymore? So anyway, Lynn, give me a call back. You probably have my phone number. Um, yeah, I'd love to speak to you about it. Thanks, Lynn. Bye-bye. Dude, that was great. That was fantastic. Like, they're going to definitely reprint the story now. I already feel it. I already feel it right on. now. Oh, my God. I don't know why you're not on. I know. I should have sent you that ahead of time so you could call. Uh, but Maybe I'm too. Maybe I aged out, you know? No, I know. I yeah. wanted you to be on that list. Um, anyway, uh, the, so we were just talking about the sounds of the 90s. Paul, do you have a favorite song, sound um, in the 90s? When was Good Vibration? <laughs> a good Vibration. Was that 80s oh, or 90s? I think you were talking just about the Beach Boys. I was going to be like, I don't know, the 1960s, 70s. <laughs> That's great question. When was that? I have no idea. I feel like... I was like, mm. like Marky Mark and the that Funky Bunch. That was early. No, I think it was early, early. Not ninety one. Ninety one. Was that ninety one? Yeah, man. Okay, that counts. I, I got the Google in front of me. I know. And anything MC Hammer, I was getting it in. MC oh, Hammer was amazing. Oh, oh, oh. Here you go. Here's <laughs> your. You got it. What are you up to this weekend? Because, you know, we were thinking about doing, we just got a new kind of Rock the Cast Pod song that Teddy Beats. Teddy Beats is like our imaging guy, right, on this show. So we were talking about doing a segment where maybe you tell us, like, what's hot, where everyone needs to be for the weekend. Do you have any things that you're doing this weekend in the D.C. area with it being Valentine's Day? Any must Well, there is kind of a really cool um, Valentine's Day brunch at a place called the Firehouse. Oh, Firehouse, yeah. You know that place? I know the firehouse. And um, Christy Riggs, Christy Christy Love is doing like a a really cool brunch. You guys can look it up online. I don't have the exact link right now, but they do this awesome brunch. They play games, whether you have a couple, I don't know, games sounds crazy, but it's actually really cool and a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, And uh, other than that, I don't really know what's going on. I'm doing an interview today with The Post. Oh, fun. They're going to interview me about me. About you? Yes. Subject I know a lot about. <laughs> so I have to go get my hair done at Irwin. I get that. You understand. What's the, so what are they doing just like on your new, because you have a new modeling agency, right? I do. It's called okay. Paul Wharton Model Management. All right. Um, PWM2.com. And yeah, we represent people in fashion and a lot of hot male models. And then on 
Saturday. Oh, I know what I'm promoting this weekend. I'm hosting Cupid's Undie Run. Oh, great. Oh, my yes. God. We love, love, love him. What are the details? Do you know out? the details? No, I'm actually going to New Orleans this weekend. It's my birthday and Valentine's Day with my boyfriend. Oh, that's awesome. With Dan. So, so, so. if anybody's here in D.C., they can actually go to dcw50.com. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. you guys can sign up on our team for Cupid's Undie Run, mm-hmm. and you get, like, free underwear, and you get to win, like, a TV or something. And they have really cool, like, prizes, happy hour. It's an awesome event. I mean, the VIP ticket was great because you yeah. actually come, like, an hour ahead of time. You just, like, booze for nothing. Booze and then you up, run this mile. Run down the street. You party, brief run, and then party some more. The one mile. And where do people, um, oh, it's going to be at Asia, D.C. It's and It's going to be at Cafe Nightclub? Asia and Eden Nightclub this year. So okay. it's actually changing locations, than, like, yeah. I believe, last year. But still, awesome yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it was in Capitol Hill. So, yeah, if mm-hmm. they sign up under my team, I'd love that at dcw50.com. So we're going to run together. And then on Saturday night after that, I go to New York. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, great. Okay, well, we want to have you back and have Amarosa on. Oh my God! Let's gosh. talk about you two as the dynamic twosome that you are. And Can we please? By the way, what's she doing these days? Well, I mean, obviously, she's doing a lot of contributing to the political shows and all of that. You know, you can look up any day and see her talking about. Yeah, all that she's stuff. sort of gotten into politics. Yes, and she's also a pastor in LA. She okay. has a church, Weller Missionary Baptist Church. She's uh, the associate pastor out there. And she's just doing her thing, helping the kids on Skid Row, you know, keep it together. <laughs> I, I mean, it. she is. She's out there. And I, you started, I wanted to get into this with you, but you haven't been what? watching the new Housewives of Potomac, right? I only missed the last episode. What do you want to talk about? Well, what do you think? Do you think it's going to, I mean, are you into any of the women? And what's well, the deal? Well, Sharice is have the any one money? that I know mm-hmm. the most, and she has some money. Okay. Um, Karen, I got on the show. Katie, I got on the show. Both a little kooky, but they're cool and harmless, you know. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like they do have like real real money. I mean, I keep... Charisse has real money. She does. Yeah. The rest. I mean, the rest I don't know. are the, cool. Uh, I don't know. Karen, I just maybe a little bit. Not really. Her kitchen is kind of whack. Huh? I know. I read about the kitchen yeah. all the time, and yeah. I feel like that's a really shallow statement. But the kitchen is not very uh, glamorous. Well, you know, it would be fine to not have any money as long as you're not on a show talking about how much money you have. Because if you go on a show talking about how much money you have, then people are going to look at your money. Yeah. You know, if you just live your life as a fly chick. Right. Then people. We don't care what you have. I love the one yeah. who's married to the older guy and they own That's Oz Karen. together. Oh. Uh, oh, you're talking about um, Ashley. Ashley. She's really cool. Ashley Darby. She's like cat. my favorite. Yeah. She used to be a cocktail waitress. I told you at L2. Yes. The last episode they talked about that. And I think we should do a podcast live at Oz. I think Let's she's the most live, like, yeah. interesting one, I think. She's really cool. She's young. She's hip and people can relate to her. So, so you're recommending that we should go do a live podcast from there. I don't know if you listened to the podcast maybe like a week ago, but. <laughs> But I uh, okay. What happened? Oh, when you said you we talked about that place? Yeah, we talked pretty awesomely about that place, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it, we didn't. I don't think we talked about it. The I did. Okay, sorry. I spoke about that place. So you could probably do it. I'll probably have to stand outside. And uh, Well, because I was saying that all the reviews, like before the restaurant. Yeah, the, it open, didn't get good reviews. It got like the worst reviews out of any restaurant out there. It, it got terrible, terrible yeah. reviews. Uh, anyway, Paul, we love having you on. PaulWhartonStyle.com. Yes. Right? Okay. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah, oh. Sammy. I know. Yeah. When we'll figure this out. We need to do like a prank calling segment, I feel like, with you. See if you can turn straight people gay or something via the phone. Because that guy was close. Oh, yeah. He was pretty <laughs> close. Didn't he sound kind of gay? <laughs> no, no, no. But there's he actually wanted a, to be after that There's a documentary on <laughs> Netflix called Do I Sound Gay? Just check that out. It's so cool. And it's a whole documentary, and it's really interesting. Like, oh and God, it's this I'm guy gonna... talking about, like, what makes gay people sound so gay. And that guy sounded kind of gay. <laughs> Great. Here comes the hate mail. Oh, but, you know, hey, I'm gay. I can say that. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. And um, on that note. Yeah, right. right yeah. Follow us on <laughs> Social media. You need to be following uh, at HeyFrage on Instagram and Twitter, at the Sammy K on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and then we as a show are on Snapchat under the HeyFrage Show. Paul Wharton, where yes. do we follow you? On Instagram, I'm at Paul Wharton Style, and on Twitter, I'm at Paul Wharton. Yay! Yay. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye guys.